Welcome to another episode of the ABLE podcast. I am your host, Courtney, and today we have Jana on the podcast with us. She is the owner of The Cottage in Geneva, and she has a super inspiring story to share with us. Well, thanks for having me. So if you could tell us a little bit about yourself before you share your story with us. Yeah, sure. Um, so I'm Jana. I, um, I am a resident of Geneva. I am married to Sean. He's my husband. And, um, you know, I don't know, like a backstory, you know, I'm an ER nurse. I actually just, I call it retired. Monday was my (laughs) last day, last Monday, you could say. Um, And I've been working in ER for, since I was like 19 years old as like a secretary. Oh, wow. Um, Yeah. And then I worked my way up to tech and then went to nursing school and was a nurse for about four years. So... Yeah. That's amazing. Well, congratulations too. That's like such a transition in life. Yes. Huge. Something I never thought I would ever leave or, I mean, I loved it so much. It was just something, something else always wanted to do was open up a shop and that's where we are today. Yeah. Yeah. So how did you get into the nursing profession? How did you start that? I have been on my own for a long time, so like 17, um, and I've worked various jobs. I've worked at Culver's. I worked at a motorcycle shop, and when I worked at this motorcycle shop, one of my coworkers was like, hey, you know, I found this job at a hospital. You don't need any education. It's kind of like a secretary. They called it a health unit coordinator at the time, um, and you get paid really well, and they're hiring at this hospital in, at the time, Woodstock. Now the hospital's closed. Um, you should check it out. I'll refer you. So I applied, got hired, and I think I was like 19 years old, and I worked in the ER as like a secretary. I made I made phone calls to doctors, and I was like, oh, I kind of like this. This is exciting. You know, I I'm always doing something. I kind of like that environment, that busyness. And mm-hmm. I was like, you know, both my parents were really sick, and I was like, okay, I can give back, kind of how like I did with taking care of my parents by nursing. Now I like always struggled with like money because I was like on my own. So it took me a long time to kind of save up to go to college and go to nursing school. And so I actually graduated in December of 2018 and started off right in the ER. Yeah. So, um, yeah. And I just again loved it. I always loved the ER. I could never do anything else. I, I don't know how, and I, all nurses have that kind of niche, right? Um, mm-hmm. I love labor and deliveries. I love cardiac. Like ER was always my jam. And um, it, it fits kind of like my personality too. I'm like kind of all, all over the place sometimes. <laughs> you mentioned that you were on your own as a child. I would love to hear a little more of that if you're willing to share with us. Sure. My mom passed away when I was 12 from her second time having breast cancer. Um, So my dad also was very sick. He didn't really take very good care of himself. He was a diabetic, pretty sure he had like high blood pressure, overweight, um, in and out of the hospital all the time. Like it was my brother and I used to joke that one month out of the year, 
our father would be in the hospital for some kind of infection due to diabetes. And um, we just kind of lived on our own, never told mm-hmm. anyone, go to school, continue to take care of ourselves. Um, my dad got really sick um, 2000, 2003, and then just never came out of the hospital, went to rehab. His diabetes just never got under control. He mm-hmm. then got like infection got worse and worse and he passed away from sepsis which is a bloodstream infection and I was 16 at the time um I do have relatives there was a little bit of disconnect there that they just didn't want to take on any more kids or just felt like it was overwhelming and so I went and lived with a friend um their parents kind of took guardianship over me that's like the hard thing when I say like foster care, when I tell my stories, mm-hmm. it's almost kind of easier to say that because I'm not going to go into like huge detail with the legalities of the differences are, but pretty much yeah. they were going to take care of me. Unfortunately, that didn't work out for very long. So then I lived in like someone's house for a while, someone's like grandma's house. I can't remember. Mm-hmm. Um, and I kind of bounced around um, house to house to house. And I like lived with a boyfriend for a little bit and, yeah, I just kind of figured it out. Like whatever money I had, I that's where I lived. Um, I, yeah, kind of pretty much couch surfed until yeah. finally I was like working at a hospital. I was like serving downtown in Wrigley, and I was like, I can leave this kind of crazy relationship that I was in and um, rent an apartment in Lincoln Park with my best friend at the time. Mm-hmm. And we did it. I was like, oh my gosh, I was like killing it. I was working at a hospital downtown as a tech and I served at a bar in Wrigley and I was like doing really well finally in my life, but I could never like really get ahead. I was always like, I worked like 5 million hours a week. It wasn't that I was surviving. There's no, that's, you can't live like that. So Mm -hmm. I met Sean. I was working at this bar in Wrigley and him and his fraternity friends used to come in every Thursday and I had like their whole order memorized. It was <laughs> wild. And I kind of thought he was like annoying at first. And, um, he one time, like one of his friends used to hang out with me late at night and he was a fireman. So we just like, exchanged stories. So I thought he was going to ask me out someday. Well, one time him and Sean were there and they invited me out. I'm like, I'm not going out with you guys. You're just probably, looking for something I, I, I'm, I don't want to deal with. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so I think they came in. They're like, why didn't you show up? And I was like, because I'm not taking you seriously. And they're like, well, we're serious. And I was like, okay. And I said to Sean, I go, you don't even ever stay late. And I was like, did you like lose your job or something? He goes, yeah, actually I got fired. I was like, oh my God. I was like, okay, this is, um, this is making the situation even worse, but whatever, we'll go out. So I went out with him and his friend and his friend went to the bathroom and Sean was like, I actually want to ask you out. I was like, Oh my gosh. So I went out with Sean. He was like, so nice. And Sean was like a gentleman, like paid for dinner, opened up the door, took me to somewhere nice where like the relationships I had in the past, I think really reflected what I was kind of going through too. Like Mm -hmm. didn't really ever have somewhere to live, like in and out of people's homes. I then gravitated towards people who also were not a positive force for me. So mm-hmm. having like the stability in my life, I think really gravitated me towards Sean. And then learning that Sean's family was like a real family, like 
sit down and have dinner, I was like, I remember when I first met Sean's parents, um, I went over to their house and I expected like to go out to dinner or something. Mm-hmm. And his mom's like, oh, I, I make food at home. And I was like, I cannot remember the last time I had a home-cooked meal. It was probably the first time I had a home-cooked meal in years. And wow. I was like, this is amazing. And so Sean just, like, really influenced me to, like, be better. Like, let's, okay, let's sit down. Let's, how do we get you in nursing school? Like, let's, you need to be, we need to go after your dream of being a nurse. And I was like, okay. So we got married. It's been great. Went to nursing school. After I graduated nursing school, we um, bought a house and we just started renovating ourselves. And it kind of turned into this little farmhouse. And it started to really remind me of how I didn't have a home for so many years. And how I, I was, when I look at my home, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is cozy. This is inviting. This is how I wanted to feel my whole life. Um, Well, I mean, after my parents passed away, I had a hard time with that, finding that cozy, that welcome, that acceptance, that unconditional love feeling that you have, everyone should have in the home. And mm-hmm. we kind of curated this home and it just made me really reflect on that a lot. And I didn't really talk about my past for a long time. I I was like almost a little bit embarrassed that I couldn't get it together at some points in my life, um, like I said, I really couch surfed a lot. I never really lived anywhere for one spot for a really long time. Mm-hmm. And Sean was like, no, like you need to talk about this because it could inspire someone else. It could say to, mm-hmm. or could influence someone else to be like, it's not always going to be like this. Yeah. Um, so over the past couple of years, I was like, oh my gosh, you know, like it, it's, it's hard to talk about. Yeah. Um, and I'll probably be around a lot during our conversation today because there's things that I forget about that mm-hmm. I'm like no one wants to hear that you know but at the same time I'm like no like maybe someone does need to hear that you know like mm-hmm. yeah. just because you're living paycheck to paycheck and you've lived in 13 different places that year doesn't mean that's always going to be like that yeah um one of the things I think about a lot now especially with the shop I I was like homeless for like two weeks at one point. Like I literally, I think I was like at the point where I was like so embarrassed. I couldn't afford anything. I didn't like ask any of my friends, like if I could live with anyone, because I think they were just so done with me, like not being responsible and not being like dedicated. I remember like I slept in like a car garage for like two weeks and it was so hot. And then I would go work at night at the hospital and I would like eat Lorna Dunes and peanut butter. And that was like my diet until mm-hmm. friends was like, Hey, I kind of noticed like something's off. And I was like, yeah, I just went through a tough time. And she offered like a room in her townhouse and it was so nice. But then of course I ended up in like this really weird relationship and moved in with him because I thought I was in love and, and that mm-hmm. was like toxic. Anyways. So I think about that that time in my life was probably the hardest and I'm like look at look at what I am doing now and how much work I put in to get past that and it's really mental like mm-hmm. I say that I was irresponsible but in reality and everyone always thinks the worst right like oh my gosh like I don't I, I'm not graduated from college at 22 I don't own a home at 24 you know it's and it's like wait you're okay like you are alive you're taking care of yourself and you're just doing what you can and that's really 
yeah. I think why I didn't go another route, you know, and it's easier to go another route to be like, Oh, feel sorry for me. And I've never mm-hmm. been that way. And I'm, I'm sure that mentality came from when you were a kid too. I mean, it sounds like you had to grow up like really fast. Yeah, I did. Yeah. My parents were really strict growing up. Like there was really no room for failure or being bad or anything like that. Mm-hmm. So I really held on to that, um, even though they weren't around. And it's still today. I'm like, oh my gosh, like I can't fail. I can't mess this up. I have to, everything has to be like perfect. And Sean's like, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, it's, there's going to be failures. There's going to be times where we're, we're not going to do everything correct. But yeah, when my dad passed away, there was a moment that I was like, I'm alone. Like there's like, there's no no, there's no more unconditional love. There's no one that's just going to accept me for who I am. It's going to have to be because they like me or love me because of what I'm doing. And um, I think that's where all those problems probably came from is I externally, I think I was like, oh yeah, everything's okay. And then I always wasn't the best person, you know, and mm-hmm. I, I, that's where these failed relationships came from going from house to house and, you know, everything wasn't my fault, but at the same time, I, I don't know, you know, it's, it's kind of, you look back and you're like, okay, what else would I have done? You know, and you can't be yeah. like that either. No, totally. And I agree with you. It is all mental. And especially as we're like getting older and like as adults now, like looking back on your life and like reevaluating everything, you're totally right. You can't be like so judgmental mm-hmm. on yourself because even though all those hard times were are there and everything happened the way that it did, like, do you feel like you learn so much from that now? Oh yeah, definitely. It's I, I'm definitely street smart. I would have to say, yeah, always trying to figure it out because I had no one else to depend on. You know, I remember at like one point I had like no money and I this is when I was living downtown and I had my dog Maisie and I had like $20 for like the week and I had like no food but then Maisie needed food I was like oh my Mm -hmm. gosh and so I went like went and bought my dog and it's just you just have dog food and I Mm -hmm. was like this is I have to figure this out you know money how to apply to college like little things like that like you just kind of got to figure out on your own you know like yeah and it's just people have definitely helped me along the way don't get me wrong but they also haven't been the, their intention hasn't always been in for my, for me, it's been for themselves a little bit as well. So, and figuring that out, figuring people out, you know, mm-hmm. I think that's why I'm such a people person because I've had to deal with all types throughout the years to figure out how to keep myself safe, how to take care of myself. Because again, I didn't have anyone up until Sean, you know? Yeah. So, oh my gosh. <laughs> and that's also crazy how you met Sean. I didn't know that. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. It was kind of, again, like a time in my life when I think I was like doing really well. And in actuality, I was just surviving. You know, I was working mm-hmm. three jobs, serving, working at the hospital. I think I picked up like a bottle service job from like 10 to 5 a.m. Once the bar and Bernie's was like the bar and Wrigley would close. Like I just worked all the time and it was not it's not healthy and it's mentally, it's not great either. I think I was just like finally able to pay my bills and finally had a place of my own that wasn't a boyfriend or wasn't a friend or, Oh, I'm just going to stay here for a little bit. Or, you know, at one point, like someone offered for me to like 
watch their kids and I went and lived with them and that kind of turned out strange. You know, I was just like in such a good place. And when I met Sean, it was just like this, I, I felt like his family is so sweet, like, you know, just very close, a normal family. And I'm like, mm-hmm. here, here's a crazy story. <laughs> and yeah. they're like, Definitely, you know, let, let us show you, let us remind you what a family is. And mm-hmm. that's what they've done. Um, like I said, I, when Diane cooked the home cooked me, it was like spaghetti. Her spaghetti is like so good. I was <laughs> like, I can't remember the last time I had this. Um, yeah. she, oh my gosh, you know? And then Sean, like teaching me, like, that it's okay to be like vulnerable. It's okay to like let go and make mm-hmm. mistakes. And I was just never used to that because again, I really didn't have anyone, you know, mm-hmm. that was, that I really had that room for error because if I didn't take care of myself, then everything would fall apart. Yeah. So wow. I'm very what grateful. A blessing. For yeah. I know. Yeah. He's, him and his family are great. That's so cool. But, and also it's like all the stuff that happened to you also wouldn't lead you to the shop that you have now. I mean, everything that you said earlier about like wanting a cozy, warm environment and like welcoming I totally see that when I walked into your shop it's so welcoming and even you as a person like it's just so incredible the environment is so beautiful oh thanks and that's what really our philosophy is and that's what we want to exude in our brand is when you think of a cottage I always think of like the Thomas Kincaid paintings that we all saw when we were younger I'm like that just looks so warm and cozy and that I Mm -hmm. can just like walk in be great and I remember like looking at that, those paintings when I was kind of on my own. Mm-hmm. And I was like, want to have like something like that where it's my house and it's going to be so cute. And um, that's when Sean and I bought our house. He was like, I can pretty much make this whatever you want. And we started renovating. Is that the I house you have now? Yes. Yes. And you okay. can see some of it like now that we've got kind of shops up and going we're like now showing little pieces of our house that I'm like mm-hmm. here like this is why when people walk in like is this what your house looks like I'm like kind of you know it's a little bit more farmhouse our actual home where the mm-hmm. shop is more cottage but I'm like trying to blend the both to show people like hey whatever you find at the shop you can probably see in my home mm-hmm. um so I kind of always like joked like oh my gosh I just love the little shop like where I could like meet all types of people and show them like all these cute and things to make their home a home. Sometimes mm-hmm. I feel like when people go out, they they have to buy something or it, it's just like a, a filler. And I'm like, that's not what your home should feel like. It should be exactly what your what you and your family feel. Mm-hmm. And I was like, how do I show people that? And I really feel like you, what you said. I just wanted the space in our shop to be warm and like everything being white in there it's just kind of like a blank slate I feel I hope for people when they come Mm -hmm. in and say I can do this in my house or this would fit perfect and that's what makes me happy and like I said I just kind of always joked about it and owning a shop and Sean's like yeah yeah (laughs) yeah he's like when did when did that idea spark in you though oh my gosh um I would say probably five six years ago I kind of joked about it here and there and then when we got our house I kind of like talked about it more and more and 
my husband was just like, okay. Um, mm-hmm. Never really seriously until like, I think like when I started like doing things on Instagram and trying to think like, how could I like help others? Like I'm a nurse. I help people when they're sick, but then mm-hmm. people would ask like advice, like, how did you know that was the rug to choose or paint colors? Like, how do you know the base of that? Which my mother-in-law helps me out a ton with. Mm-hmm. But um, I was like, I can still help people just in a different way. And Absolutely. nursing kind of, I will, I love being a nurse. It just, the last year was really tough. And yeah. Sean and I were actually in Traverse city in January. And I had like a conversation with him. I just said, I really want, I really want to shop one day. Like, I really want to do this. I really think I can do this. And he was like, oh. he goes, if I hear one more thing about this shop, this, this <laughs> fake shop. And I was like, just let me do it. And he was like, okay, let's start online. He was like, you know, it won't be that much overhead. He's like, we can make this really pretty website. He goes, you can kind of like write a blog about like kind of everything you've been through, kind of like show people why you you love home decor so much and, and mm-hmm. home decorating. I was like, okay. So we started to, you know, figure that part out. And at the time I worked for another shop and one of her spaces was becoming available where I'm at now in the Berry House. And she mm-hmm. had kind of, you know, inspired me. So I was working for her, like I said at the time. I, I wanted to be upfront and honest with her, like that I wasn't stealing any of her ideas, but I was going to be opening up my own online shop and it was going to be called The Cottage and cottage style, very neutral. And she's a little bit more like rustic farmhouse. Mm-hmm. And I went to her. She was like, there's one of these spaces. I think you should really look into it. I think online is great, but you're telling me you have like this vision of how people feel and that's difficult over a screen. Mm-hmm. She goes, so you should look at one of my spaces that's going to be coming available. So I went home and said to Sean, I go, oh my gosh, we can like do, look at this, look at this cute little shop in the Berry house. Sean's like, we cannot open up a store. You're out of your mind. Like, we don't know how to run a business. We No, this is, like, no, we are not getting this. And I was, like, so devastated. And I remember him and I being out, and we were shopping, and he was like, I think you're right. I think when we're out, there is a feeling. And he's like, you, he goes, we should just do it. We should take, we should open up our own shop. We should open up a brick and mortar. And I was like, oh, my gosh. So... We went back to my friend and was like, okay, I think we're going to take one of your spaces. And she was like, well, I just want to let you know there is this other space that's come available that's not mine. And it was in the old Sun Dance Gallery in the Berry House right in the front. So I went and mm-hmm. looked at it and I just saw it. I saw my shop. I was like, this is it. I, I was like, I have to have this space. And Sean, my husband, was like, this space is horrible. If you haven't been in the shop, I know you have, Courtney, but mm-hmm. it's small. It's 456 square feet and my husband's Mm -hmm. like this is crazy and I said just remove everything we'll remove the ceiling and he was like here we go another project (laughs) (laughs) just just let me just 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 go with it and I'll show you so we got this space I was like okay you know I've got my shop met these fabulous women who helped me design my logo did my windows at a lease out of Geneva Mm mm-hmm and so Sean saw the windows. He's like, okay, I think this is like all coming together. We ripped out the ceiling tile. I said, I wanted the 
faux tin ceiling because I felt like that was a cozy look. I was like, these, the floor needs to come out. We put in new floor, painted the walls, covered these ugly bump outs, made the cozy corner. And then I just filled it with both new and old items. And I was like, how did we go from sitting in Traverse City in January talking about an online shop to <laughs> here we are now? I'm like, I can't even believe it. But, and it just, the, the response to it has been so amazing. People really do say what, what I wanted them to feel. Like, this mm-hmm. is so cozy and warm. I, I immediately love it. so pretty. I, I want to take everything in here and put it in my home. I like, and then they ask for advice or they want to talk and they tell me about their families. It's just, mm-hmm. I just love it so much. And just, yeah. it's, it's an amazing. So yeah. <laughs> answered your question. Well, it started yeah. in January. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. I mean, how cool and how inspiring because it really does show anyone, like no matter where you are in life, like you can turn it around and you can follow your dreams. Yes. I now, instead of being embarrassed about my past, I embrace it because I, and I think being a nurse, I think I always loved it because I was like, oh, you know, my parents are really sick and I could empathize with my patients and their families, but something wasn't being fulfilled. And I think once we opened up, started having this vision of the shop, it embraced my whole past, every struggle, every, yeah. every success, every failure, it, it all came together and really, and I mean, it like, encompasses I'm, like your whole story. Yeah, yeah. And I just want anyone else. I, I just want to reach to someone. If I only like inspire one person, I, I think I would like be in heaven that yeah. I know it's hard. Life is hard, but there are so many good things that will come out of these hard experiences. And it, it's hard to see when you're in it because you just want to give up. Mm-hmm. But that's, that's, that's the other route that I just never wanted to take. Like, and like I said, it's mental. Like there's so many times that I was like, whatever, like I'm just going to stay homeless and I'm never going to go to college. Like I'm never going to get married. I'm never going to own a house. But once you go down that route, it's so sad. And I'm like, yeah. why would I ever want to live that way? Like, how can I figure out how to, make my life amazing. And that was, and it starts with someone, you know, I give credit to Sean because he really changed me as a person and showed me family and love and no judgment. And what it's like to, when you're having a bad day to call someone, like I never had that for so long and you forget. But Mm -hmm. once you get on that path of, I want to, I want to be different. I don't want to be specific. I don't want to be sad. It, it gets easier because you're like, okay, like even changing how you wake up and say, hey, am I going to lay in bed all day and be sad? Have we had all those days? Have all of us had that day? Of course. But get up. What, I mean, like even writing stuff down, you know, it's just, you can really see, if you see it, you can do it. And yeah. um, like I said, it, I know talking about it, people are like, yeah, right. Like I can't do it. Like you, I just like ask for help or you know, yeah. look up, you know, like I said, I, I don't know anything about business, <laughs> but just by working hard and researching it and knowing I wanted it and I wanted mm-hmm. it so bad, like, and that's another thing you, it has to be your passion. It has yeah. to be what fuels you or else you won't be successful. And I think that's where people struggle. They just, like I said, they go down that negativity route and 
it kind of diminishes what they're passionate for. And that makes me sad. Mm-hmm. What did you do to shift your mindset at that point in your life to start going on a different tra- trajectory? I know you mentioned like writing things down, but were there other like self-care practices that you worked on? Um, you know, I just really surrounded myself by people that love me, Sean, Sean's family. I have a mm-hmm. great group of friends. I, um, you know, I really love decorating. And sometimes when I'm feeling down, there's nothing better than, you know, it's kind of like when we were kids, right? We would rearrange our room like once a week during the summer. It's kind of like totally. that, like just <laughs> making something different in my house really just kind of soothed my soul and mm-hmm. reminded me that I'm grounded and I'm, I'm okay. Like I'm not, it, nothing's going to fall apart. Like we're okay. And that really helps my mindset. It's funny, Sean, if he knows that I'm having like a bad day, he'll just turn on like, I love Odessa, turns on Odessa and I just kind of say thing like I rearrange like pillows or I'll switch things out, you know, and it just, that, that to me is how I kind of soothe myself, you know. I wish yeah. I could say I do yoga or work out or something, but I don't. <laughs> no, but it's, but it's different for everyone. Anything could be self-care. Yeah, yeah. 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 And again, I, I love like just finding ways to make people feel better. And I think that's nurse in me. And I feel like home decor, you know, like everybody loves a home, right? Everybody wants a home that they can feel comfortable in. And I just feel like to me, when I think about accessories, I'm like, that just makes me so happy, you know? Yeah. How do you source the things in your shop just based on what you would want in your own home? Or are you really thinking about everyone else who comes into your door? So everything in my shop, again, it's a blend of new and vintage. I Mm -hmm. would put in my home and, and that's not everyone's style and that's okay. But I know it's personal to the shop is very personal to me. And I wanted to stay that way with my products. Um, I didn't want anything in the store that would be like, I don't really like that much because that's not true to yourself either. That's not true to our brand. It's not true to why we began the shop. It's not, it, it's just, that's kind of our rule. We have to love everything that we bring in. The antiques, I just love, you know, Sean's a history teacher. I just love the history of it. I love that, you know, someone, the dresser that we have in there, I love that someone used that one day for their children's clothes or thinking about like how they got dressed in the morning, the mantle that we have in the shop. I just imagine like a Christmas party and people surrounded by it. Like all the things that I love about a home being comfortable and welcoming, inviting, cozy, I see in like antiques and Mm -hmm. we bring them up. And I just really, again, think it makes it feel the way that we want people to feel when they come in. That's really cool. I didn't know you sold vintage in there. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. They're kind of like sprinkled throughout. I'm trying to bring in a little bit more. Um, it's just been tough getting out and picking when yeah. I'm at the shop, but for me a couple of times, I go to a couple markets a time, a couple times a year. And that's where I find really good stuff. And we're just waiting for another good one to happen over the Labor Day weekend in Michigan. Yeah. Yeah. That's so exciting. So now that you have left your nursing job, I guess I didn't realize you were still working in nursing until you had posted about that you're you're retiring, which is so exciting. How did you balance all of that? That was really hard. And again, it's like one of those times that, you know, I, I was like working as a nurse, 
all day, 12 hours, I'm coming home and researching profit margins and Mm -hmm. marketing and different styles. Um, Because, you know, even though we're a very cottage style store, I think it's, I think to be successful, you have to understand that not every single one of my customers coming in saying, oh, I've got a cottage style house. They're Mm -hmm. coming in, they're selling style and I have to be educated on that as well so then we and then we were renovating the shop and we were doing all the behind stuff like you know registering our name and setting up a business profile to do taxes it Mm -hmm. I remember being so exhausted and being like I can't do this and Sean was like nope we have to keep going like there's no turning back it Mm -hmm. I had to like remind myself like this is this is not hard we've been through hard. This is not hard. And it was a lot. There were some points, Sean and I were like pulling 20 hour days and we were just like exhausted. I could work as a nurse up until we opened up the shop. And one of my friends said to me, you're not putting a hundred percent in the shop. There's no way because you're still trying to be a nurse mm-hmm. and be safe doing that and run a business. So you're doing 50, 50, 60, 40, whatever it is you're not putting a hundred percent in what your passion is and what you want to serve to your community because you're not there. And I was just like, you know what? You're right. So Sean and I talked about it and he was like, you know, every time I was so stressed out trying to be the best at everything and you can't be the best at everything you, and you know, we were just discussing, he was like, I think it's maybe time that you leave, you know, I'll always keep up with my nursing license, but um, I just, And then when I worked on Monday, I was so anxious. I was like, I just, it wasn't what I wanted to focus on anymore. It was, Mm -hmm. and it's bad, but like I said, if you have a dream, you you need to go after it, you know, Mm -hmm. like, and that's what we need to focus on right now, you know, and that's where we are, you know. Yeah. New chapter in your life. And I'm sure the past year, two years even has made it even harder with like the world, the medical world that we're in, but that's, I mean, yeah. I applaud you for going after your dreams. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Like, I mean, look at you, you started a podcast, right? There was something in you that you were like, I want to serve people in a different way. And it's through this, which is amazing. Yeah. Well, and I love that. I mean, your story is just so incredible. And I do, I mean, it cannot be easy to talk about because that is like a lot of trauma to experience in one lifetime. But I know that this, you sharing this will inspire people. Oh, well, thank you so much for having this, you know, foundation to allow that, you know, it's, it's, there's so many outlets nowadays and it's just hard to kind of, you know, choose which one is the best. And I, I think what you're doing is amazing. Well, thank you. Do you have any advice for anyone who's looking to start a small business as you, I'm sure you have learned so many things in the past couple months? Is there <laughs> any, like a couple good nuggets that you would like to share? stay true to yourself. That is probably the most important because, you know, you're thinking of how to be different. How am I going to be successful? And I truly think you just stand by what your philosophy is, what your vision is, and just say, don't compare yourself because you will get so lost in comparing yourself. You yourself will not show in what you're trying to give to your community. Mm-hmm. And, um, and it's easy, right. To compare yourself. I'm like, oh my gosh, I would love to be like target one day, <laughs> you know, yeah. like, and I don't, but you know, it's, it's just easy to be like that. Like, and I, sometimes I do do it. I'll be like, oh my gosh, look at all the other bags 
you know, on the street. Like, we don't see any cottage bags. And Sean's like, stop. <laughs> we are not the, the other home decor shops. We are different. Like, it, it takes time. And just keep doing what you love and what you see. And it it will grow, you know, and it takes time. So, um, yeah, just, just stay focused. Stay true to yourself. Whatever you came up with in your small business, it, it started from something. And just remember that. Always remember that. Because I'm telling you, that's probably what's going to make you successful. Not being like everybody else. Because mm-hmm. no one wants that. Yeah, I love that. And I, as someone who does branding, I just think branding is who you are. I think people sometimes focus so heavily on graphics and get so lost in like the design space of it, but really your brand is who you are and it's so important to be true to yourself. So I love that so much. 1000%. Yes. Yes. That's great. Okay. Can you also share with the listeners where we can find everything, the cottage, because everyone needs to go check it out. Oh, thank you. So we are located in downtown Geneva at 227 South 3rd Street. We are located in the Berry House and we're the first store. um, You'll see my windows right when you walk in. First store to your left. We are working on our website this Friday, actually. So if you are far away, we're hoping in the next month we could um, give a little bit of the cottage to you because we'll be doing online as well. It's just taking a little bit longer. I wanted to get the shop kind of up and going and then, you know, try to juggle the website now I feel like Mm -hmm. we're okay and going to get that up and running so you can um follow us on Instagram the cottage Geneva for updates on that or you can sign up for our newsletter at the cottage Geneva.com perfect well I'm so excited thank you so much for coming on today and sharing your story oh my gosh thank you for giving us this outlet this this is amazing you know and also it was so nice to just catch up with you because I've always been wanting to hear more about your story Oh, thank you. Thank you. You're so sweet.